Hey everybody, I am on the road again. On the road again. I have been to Pascagoula, Mississippi. We have had an incredible weekend of revival services with Church on the Rock in Pascagoula. Pastor Roger Bradley, Roger and Missy, and all of the staff and the leadership there. Um, we enjoyed some time with Pastor Ron Hammonds from Beaumont, Texas at Golden Triangle Church. Pastor Ron brought his buddies uh, Zach and Zeb, met them, and uh, they helped us with some fun things this weekend at Church on the Rock. A lot of fun things this Saturday and just had a great time. We've been kind of promoting that on socials for a few weeks. So had a minute here riding down the highway. I wanted to just check in and thank everybody for supporting um, the podcast that we've been trying to kind of play with a few months now. And then also for supporting the revival uh, for the folks there in Pascagoula that are following us and along the coast. We just had a great time. Everybody put their hands to the wheel and uh, to the plow, however you say that. (laughs) Had a great time. It was just a lot of fun. Got to see a lot of friends that I hadn't seen in a few years and haven't been back to Church on the Rock since 2020. Uh, It was the last time, I believe. And um, we've been keeping in touch with folks there but pastor roger called me a few months ago and said hey we want to do some special things and i was glad to get to go back and just see friends and have a good time with that worship team and um, we were able to share a little bit about what's going on you know there with uh, our move to birmingham and you know teaching work that we're doing and it looks like i'm going to get to go back to church on the rock for a couple of uh, opportunities so kind of keep an eye on our scheduling and keep an eye on our events page Uh, we'll keep you posted on that Um, and I wanted to just touch on real quick there was a couple of things that I mentioned um, last week uh, or this week rather I posted the other day I was driving down the road I went Facebook live and so you can go catch that if you like on our socials but I mentioned a few things there that I wanted to touch on on the podcast and one of those things was that um, we were asking we are asking people to pray for revival. So I want to talk a little bit about revival. Um, I don't talk about too much churchy stuff, but I wanted to get into that on the podcast. That word revival has a lot of connotations. It it means different things to different people. If you come from my evangelical tribe that I grew up in in uh, the Bible Belt, South Mississippi, uh, revival basically meant, you know, two times a year, the church plans a week long, you know, at that time, back in the 60s and 70s, the trend was to follow the, you know, recent history of revivals in America, uh, which came out of really the camp meeting era back in the 1800s and the second great, great awakening, we call it. The old Methodist and Assembly of God camp meeting idea came out of uh, even further back, the circuit riding uh, preaching ministry of, of the, the Anabaptists and the early Wesleyan Methodist churches. So there's just a lot of history there. But uh, revival meetings really just meant in my childhood, you know, a preacher and some singers, maybe a choir, maybe some special musicians come in for three or four or five days and uh, 
back in my childhood, it typically was a Sunday morning through Wednesday night or Thursday night thing. And um, every night of the week was get there as early as you can and pray and make some music and have some testimonies and have the preacher preach. And then everybody that's not yet born again or hasn't made that profession, that, that public profession of their faith at the altar with a prayer, with a repentance prayer, with a confession of, of, of sin, all those things. Uh, you make that decision, the, the, the church celebrates in whatever way they do. And so revival for kids like me that grew up in Bible Belt means that. Um, revival for some people in other streams uh, might mean to to renew, to refresh, to 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 kind of go back to some things that we did, uh, you know, 50, 100 years ago, 150 years ago that seemed to work then. Let's try it again and see if it works now. So we're reviving, we're retrying some things. The actual word revive is a medical term. It, it means to to bring something back to life. There, there, and, and there's probably more meaning and etymology there that I'm diving into and, and I don't by any means uh, claim to be an expert there I do love English and I always thought I wanted to be an English major but there there's meaning to words and revive really just t- to the common folk really means to, to bring back to life to breathe new life into into uh, in many cases it could you know physically mean bring back from the from the dead or near dead so that would mean resurrection in some ways well revival can lead to resurrection of of things so we talked about that this weekend we prayed about that we prayed for that Um, i'm asking all of the folks who follow my podcast that are christian people that pray and uh, even if you're not a christian but you're a praying person in your own stream of religion i'm asking specifically christian people in the evangelical tribe that we would pray a few things i'm praying number one for me when i look in the mirror i'm praying a renewed or a revived attitude of grace and mercy and love i'm praying that god would renew in my heart an attitude and an atmosphere of grace to show grace to other people to show some extended mercy you know to give people a little bit of breathing room and to not be so critical and arrogant and bossy and pushy and let let people kind of not off the hook but when when people do things wrong and especially if they do wrong to me you know jesus said in scripture love your enemies and um, do good to those who mean harm to you because his principle of getting back or vengeance was to love that that was that was jesus that was the model he gave us for the issues that we have with people in our lives who are um, at enmity that's an old old king james word people that have an attitude towards us that want to hurt us jesus said be kind to those people show love show mercy so i'm asking for a renewed sense of grace and mercy in my life and a renewed heart for love I'm, I'm asking for an attitude of love to overcome and overwhelm my spirit and there's a lot of ways that can happen but i think it begins with a practice a discipline 
uh, to borrow from my Methodist friends, it begins with a discipline of choosing to show kindness, choosing to show mercy. It's a choice. We have free will, and we can make a decision to do or not do certain things. And I believe that a part of healing and a part of reviving and a part of restoring our, ourselves to a place where we're better and we're getting better and we're being better is to make a choice to, to do better things. And, and I'm asking God by his Holy Spirit to give me that attitude. So I'm praying, number one, a renewed, revived attitude or sense of grace and mercy and love. And then number two, I mentioned in the podcast the other day, or rather in the uh, Facebook live stream the other day, that we pray for the Middle East, uh, specifically the people of Israel, the people of Palestine. I know this is a very controversial topic, and there are very, very, con- there are very divided attitudes and opinions uh, among people groups all over the world. I know that right here in America, there is a very strong Zionist pro-Israel movement, and I I would probably say that I'm a part of that tribe. I would find myself agreeing uh, for the most part with that tribe. I grew up in that tribe that would say we're, we always stand with Israel, and I, I think that's a positive thing. I think what may happen to us that, that take that position is that sometimes we can sort of blindly you know, broad stroke, declare that we are pro-Israel, the nation, the purpose for the nation, the cause, the, you know, God's heart for Israel. But we may fail to realize that Israel is a nation of people who, just like America, is a nation of people that sometimes don't get it right. And in America, I will be one of the first citizens to say, if it hasn't been said clearly enough already, we don't get some things right. We have a history in America where that we, uh, I'm going to speak for myself as a uh, white gentleman from the South. There are many things that my peers and my brothers and my uh, tribe, if you will, as Caucasian white Americans, there are many things we did not get right throughout our history, and there's a lot of reasons for that. And you know, I won't I won't attempt to even to go there to say that I have the answers. But I know what I I know what I feel in my heart toward my my uh, forefathers and the love that I have for my heritage, but also the realism that you know throughout history, especially since since the Civil War, post-Civil War, or just some decisions made that were not healthy. And so we as Americans have made some really grave errors. And, and Israel has made some grave errors, if they're honest. And I think what we are finding in the Middle East right now is not a war that began last week. This didn't start last week. It did not start 50 years ago or 75 years ago. Um, it goes back further than that, actually. And I believe it goes back to... I believe it goes back to even from the New Testament days of Scripture, back through the Old Testament. I think you have to kind of roll history back at least five or 6,000 years, and I think you have to go back to Genesis in the Scripture. And I, I feel that when Cain rose up against his brother and killed his brother, really over worship, over jealousy, Cain 
chose to worship God with the, the best that he knew, which at the time was the, the good of the land. He brought what he thought was the good of the land for the good of the, you know other people. And, and, then, and then in the case of Abel, Abel shed blood and brought that to the table. And I don't think we can really, unless we really, really deep dive into you know, hermeneutics and, and Greek and Hebrew etymology and understand very, very fully what may have happened there in that instance. For whatever reason, God was not pleased with Cain's offering in Genesis. Now, I have my theories and I have my opinions and my interpretations and and so forth. I believe it was Cain's heart. I don't believe it was the grain. I don't think it was the physical, tangible offering that he was presenting that was the problem. I believe God saw Cain's heart. And in Cain's heart, there was a jealousy. There was a, there was an enmity. There was a, there was a whatever the feeling was toward toward Abel. So there was that. And so I believe if we will be honest, and if we'll be have integrity about what's going on with this now, 2023 October war in Israel, that we will find that this goes way further back than 75 or 100 years. This goes way back prior to you know the last three or four generations this is a millennium issue this is many millennia this has been going on for a long time and so i pray for israel today i pray for the people of israel i pray for the people of palestine i pray for those in palestine and in gaza specifically who are uh, brutalized by hamas uh, i Hamas is a wicked, vile organization that has no morality, no conscience. They are behaving like animals. They are not behaving like humans. And yet they are human people that somehow, in God's grand scheme of things, God has a desire to love even the people in the Hamas organization, as terrible as they are in their behaviors and in their uh, warfare. They don't understand. They don't. They don't abide by rules of war. They are. They are. Uh, again, they are inhumane thinking people. And so, what happens in that scenario is that when you act that way and you commit warfare in those manners and with those types of no rules, no holes barred, uh, the retaliation that comes from those that you have uh, heaped your vengeance on, it comes back to you manyfold. And so Israel is going to destroy Gaza. They're going to launch major military attacks. It's going to kill thousands. Uh, there are going to be civilians who will be killed, innocent children and women and men who are not uh, pro-Hamas. They are not pro a movement that would uh, be uh, you know, barbaric and brutal, brutalizing people. And, and there are some Palestinians that are for Hamas that did vote, you know, if, if there are free elections, if you want to consider it that. I don't have all the answers. I'm just speculating based on what I know I've read and you've read. I'm just praying out of my heart that God would just heal that land. And I think it's going to come back to us. If God would help me to be revived in my heart and lead my family in a way that pleases him and then lead my community and then lead within my local church or my local synagogue or my local parish in a way that would be pleasing to God, 
it begins there. It starts at home. And so I'm just praying that God will move on us in America right now to pray for one another, to pray for ourselves, and to pray that the peace of Christ would rule. And um, as you know from listening to my podcast for a few weeks now and you know following my blogs, I am a peace lover. I am a peace keeper. I don't, uh, I, I don't adhere to violence. I don't like the idea that we have to be at war. The Bible says we don't have to. Jesus himself taught that we don't have to be at war anymore. There's no need to uh, kill and destroy and maim one another over differences. Uh, we just don't have to do that anymore. So that sounds <laughs> utopian to many people, but that's where I'm at. That's where my heart's at. So anyway, revival. I'm praying for revival to come. We had wonderful services this weekend at Church on the Rock. I'm praying that will continue. Uh, Thank you again, Pastor Roger and Missy Bradley. Thank you, Pastor Ron Hammonds, for coming in from Beaumont, Texas. Thank you to all the people at Church on the Rock who led in such a great way and put together a great weekend. We just had a lot of fun. We had great worship. We did a lot of good, I believe. And we're just praying God will continue to use that in a powerful way. So if you like what you hear, on the Robbie show, let us know. Message us, uh, put your comments in the show notes or in the social media notes and the commentaries. Message us and let us know what you think. If you want to be on the Robbie show, let me know. Reach out to us. We'd love to record uh, a quick podcast of your mission, your business, your cause. Um, if you'd like to sponsor the show, go to our website, click on the link there, and we will be happy to hook you up with sponsorship give shout out to your business we have opportunities for you to be at our events and to receive uh, vip um, packages and access to guests that we would host and uh, we're just looking to expand in that way so thank you for your time thank you so much for listening Uh, for those of you who pray thank you for praying for us for those of you who are gifted to give thank you for giving your gift means everything and it helps us to do so much more than we could on our own Love you. Have a great day. Go and be revived. Let's just go and be revived. How about that? All right. See you next time.